Bills Mafia, what is up? Welcome into the Humble and Hungry podcast. My name is Charlie Gross. Back with you. I wanted to apologize to everybody out there. Uh, I believe last week when I did my first episode with Justice, had a great time. Uh, certainly been telling people that this was going to be a daily podcast and vidcast, and it is. Uh, last week, as most of you know, all of you know, there was a holiday. Uh, Easter, we sort of celebrate Easter. We sort of don't, but we celebrate Passover. We celebrate Dingus Day. And so the whole kind of week leading up to that weekend, plus all weekend, we were cleaning. My wife and I spent 20 hours cooking that weekend over the course of various days. Just too much family stuff going on. Uh, to, for me to put out episodes, uh, my wife had a medical procedure a few days ago, so I've been uh, just an outpatient, so I've been taking care of her. So my apologies. Uh, we are locked in now. We are here with the daily podcast and vidcast, Humble and Hungry, coming to you, provided uh, by 12 Squared. That is our parent company and Trust the Process Analytics. Let's get right into it. And unfortunately, I was going to react to the Von Miller press conference. Um, I was also going to react to Josh Allen and Sean McDermott, which I will still do. I'll react to Brandon Bean tomorrow. We'll start talking real heavily about the draft leading up to the draft, obviously, which is Thursday. But as much as there were a lot of good things, great things even, that I wanted to talk about when it came to Von Miller, I thought his press conference was fantastic. I thought the stuff he said was fantastic. And then, of course, we get the news that he is the defendant in a revenge porn case. Uh, and obviously, we want to let the justice system play out, uh, but we can still have thoughts about what has been alleged. And it's very disturbing. Now, let me make one thing perfectly clear right off the bat. Anytime you take something that either was sent to you by another person that's personal or something you made with another person that's personal and certainly something of this ilk, which is a you know explicit or sexual uh, type content. Sending it to other people without that person's consent, even if you're in it, is a douchey thing to do. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. And quite frankly, by my indications, it's sexual abuse, sexual assault, whichever one of those terms you you want to, you know, classify it as that is it. And it is unacceptable behavior and regardless of who it is or what role they may play on a football team that I like, I hope that they get their due process in a court of law because that's how our society works and if this person von miller is found guilty then i hope he is punished 
in a satisfactory way for the crimes that he would have been convicted of if he's convicted. Obviously, I don't know what happened. Evidence is presented in a courtroom. But if he did what he is alleged to have done, it's wrong, and I hope that he is found guilty if the evidence points in that direction and if the jury or the judge believes it's so. And I hope that if he is found guilty, he is punished the way his peers or a judge would see fit. Doing that is unacceptable, it's disgusting, and it has no place in our society, on our planet, in any way, shape, or form. So I hope that I have been clear on that. Now, let's move on to something a little happier, a little, um, just a little happier, I guess. Josh Allen had a press conference, and I thought there were a lot of cliches in Josh Allen's press conference. Um, I don't think there were as many interesting nuggets as certainly in Sean McDermott's press conference, but I did want to, uh, you know, go over a few things. Obviously, they're, they're talking about the relationship with Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen and how it'll be different between, uh, you know, Josh Allen and Brian Dable now that Ken Dorsey's in charge. And I really enjoyed some of the things that Josh Allen said. I believe the direct quote is, the quarterback is an extension of the offensive coordinator. And, you know, now I'm paraphrasing a little bit. You know, it's his job to, um, what's the right, what's the right word? Sort of <clears throat> bring to life the play that Ken Dorsey has called to the best of his ability. And I thought that was a really cool way to look at it. And maybe people all around the league who work in the league look at it that way all the time. But that's kind of the first time I had really heard a player say that. I thought that was really cool. And I think he's right. They And, and then by extension, you know, you could say that the other players on the field are sort of an extension of Josh Allen, right? Like, like Josh Allen is in charge. He calls, you know, Ken Dorsey calls the play. Josh Allen obviously relays it to his teammates gets everybody where they're supposed to be. And then obviously, you know, from there, the ball is snapped, whatever. I don't have to explain that to you guys. I just thought it was a real cool way of looking at that. Um, and then obviously, these OTAs that are going on now are voluntary. And I'm certainly not going to hold a guy, um, you know, under the fire for not being there. They're voluntary. Voluntary means you don't have to go. Um, you know, and, and as much as, as, as certainly we think guys should be there, especially, um, you know, first year guys, I thought Josh Allen's, you know, appeal on it was really good. His take on it was really good is I don't think that I need to be here, but I want to be here. And then he sort of went on to, to talk about how, like there's not a lot to do in Buffalo and there really is there really isn't if you really think about it you know there's there's not all these clubs and there's not this that the other there's not you know all these museums and there's not like a giant you know whatever you want to do there isn't a lot of that stuff so you know Josh Allen went on to explain you know he likes going to St. John Fisher for training camp 
because he likes hanging out with the guys on the team. You, you know, like when practice is over and they're, they're done with their, their meetings and their film work, hey, let's hang out. Let's watch TV. Let's play some cards. Let's just hang out and talk and get to know each other. That's how you build chemistry. Like that's how you build that camaraderie. And it got me thinking, I wonder if teams like Buffalo and, and Green Bay and whatever other small markets exist, I'm not sure there's many small markets, Cincinnati maybe a little bit, if they have an advantage in a way over a place like Dallas or you know New Jersey, um, you know San Francisco, because there isn't really, um, there's much more to do you know, in Boston or, or Philadelphia than there is in Buffalo. And, I, you know, Josh Allen wasn't, you know, making fun of anybody or anything or the city. I, he was saying in his mind it's a positive. And I think that's what, as much as we want to talk about culture, and, and I've been a culture denier um, at some points in my life when it comes to athletics, but I, I do think that there is value in getting to know a guy getting to know a person, just getting, you know, it's not all about X's and O's. It's about, Hey, how, how are you doing? You know, you, you trade stories about your grandparents or whatever, or high school. And, and you just get to know a person for who they really are, not in the meeting room, you know, not in, in the, the practice session, you just get to know them. So I thought that was something that was really cool. Um, that Josh Allen said, obviously he got the question about how the game ended with the chiefs and a little bit about the overtime rule. Um, you know, kind of the, well, I don't really care about the overtime rule. Like there were things that they, we, we could have done during the game, but obviously they're, they're focused on next season. They're focused on 2022 this season. You know, they, they flipped the page to this season and I think that's good. And I think, it certainly was a crappy way to lose a game, especially for us as observers and obviously even more for them because they're on the team. And I feel like I've reached the point where, eh, it happened, you know, I'm over it. Let's just move on. And it seems like they're, they're at that point, um, you know, getting some distance away from the game for a few months, just living their normal lives. So I think the team is fully, you know, ready to, just move on. It's a new season. Let's see what happens. Let's go try to win the Super Bowl, um, you know, this season. And, of course, they they asked him, too, what is he working on? And he kind of said the same thing that he said last year. He's working on his ball placement, trying to get more yards after a catch, um, you know, throwing some guys open maybe, just leading him into more opportunities. And that's I guess that's kind of kind of the main thing that's been lacking a little bit in the offense. So that's good to hear. But like I said, he did he did say he, that was what he's going to work on last year. It didn't work out during the season last year. So hopefully it works out, you know, better for him and the receivers um this year. And, and now I'd like to talk a little bit about Sean McDermott because I thought Sean McDermott had some really interesting things to say. Um a lot of th- a lot of interesting things to say. I thought Sean McDermott was maybe as as open and almost honest as he's ever been. Uh, obviously, we know Jordan Poyer is is not there, which is again totally fine. Um, you know, he's asked for a contract extension, switched agents. 
Uh, that's between him, his agent, Brandon Bean. Um, you know, obviously Sean McDermott ha- has said that he really likes Jordan. He really likes Jordan's family. Um, there's no animosity, certainly, from Sean McDermott's view. This is just the business of the NFL. Um, for what it's worth, there's no animosity from my my point of view. I understand guys want to get paid. Um, he's a Pro Bowl safety. The safety market has sort of exploded in the last 12 months. Uh, no, you know, then that's Brandon Bean's problem to deal with. You know, that we're not involved in that. We're just fans. Um, he was asked about how the, the Bills probably have the best roster in the league. Um, another great answer by McDermott, and I believe this is a direct quote from him. You know, teams don't win because of names on a piece of paper. Right. Teams win because of hard work. So again, Sean McDermott, even though you know they're they're the Super Bowl favorites and and Allen is the favorite for the MVP and, and betting odds and this, that, the other, it's a real simple message that I'm sure he's told the team already. Names on a piece of paper don't win games. Names on a piece of paper who put in hard work and do their jobs every week win games. That's the difference. And I thought that was just another great quote, a great question about Trey. And this is something that I've talked about a lot, and I think people just assume that Trey White's going to come back and he's going to be fine. And I don't think Sean McDermott thinks that. I thought he was pretty clear. Uh, Trey is working hard, and we will see where he is this season. He didn't say in training camp. He didn't say this summer. He said this season. And he went on to say that you have to be realistic about players coming back from these types of injuries. And I'll say it again. I've been saying it for months now. Look at Harrison Phillips. Harrison Phillips, it took him 18 months to get back to his normal self. And if you go 18 months from when Trey White was injured, you're in May of 2023. So it sounded like Sean McDermott is fully prepared to not have Trey White 100% until the 2023 season. And and of course he went on to say that he's confident in Cam Lewis and and Dane Jackson and and the other guys on the roster um <laughs> at least for a a little while. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, the conversation kind of switched to the draft. And I think he, he said something that's so, I think it was just so profound that I hope that it wasn't lost on people. We're all on Twitter a lot. I am anyway. And, you know, people know me on Twitter. I, I'm the, the guy who, who kind of has different opinions and I, you know, I like debating things with people and people always think that I'm just saying things and I'm trolling. And I think when it comes to the content creation community, I think when it comes to the Buffalo Bills fan base, I think when it comes to uh, human society in general, we have lost the ability 
to disagree and still be friends. And I've experienced that a lot. And here's the quote from Sean McDermott, and this is in regards to preparation for the draft, what is his role, and he talked about how you know, his staff is very involved. He's very involved in looking at players. They trust Brandon Bean and his staff very much, but it's a collaborative effort. And he indicated that they don't always agree on a player or a position or whatever. And I believe this is a direct quote, so forgive me if it's not. Um, he said, there's times where... Me and my staff and Brandon and his staff have to walk away from a discussion where we disagreed with the disagreement intact and our trust and our belief in each other also still intact. I just thought that that was really cool. And it's a really cool perspective. And I wish that there was more of that just in our everyday societal life. You know, people have told me, you know, let's, we can, dis, we can disagree um, respectfully. I find it's very rare where people can actually disagree with you respectfully, still maintain and still maintain that relationship. And I think that that's just a great way, a great way for them to look at that. And, you know, I'm certainly going to do my best to, uh, to remember that mantra. Cause I think it's really cool. And I can think it, I think it can help me in my daily life, in my relationships with whether it's coworkers, family, whoever. And I just thought it was really cool. Um, last, I guess I, I just want to bring up, it seems like the Buffalo Bills are going to take a cornerback with their first pick. Uh, the, the media finally kind of cornered McDermott into, well, what's his role during draft prep? What does he do? His, his background is as a defensive backs coach. And so they said, hey, you know, what do you think about the defensive backs class? And he kind of didn't talk about it at first and then went around and, and still didn't really talk about it. And then they asked him again just a general sort of overarching view of, of what his view of the defensive backs class was. And he gave, <laughs> he gave a pretty interesting answer. Uh, he basically said, this is paraphrasing. The class is very deep. I think that we can get a good player at 25 or wherever we happen to pick. And then he kind of laughed and chuckled. So, it seems fairly obvious that he sort of gave something away um, there to us. So I thought that was that was neat because normally McDermott doesn't do that. Normally he's very closed off. He's very cliche. And he just kind of said it without saying it. So all these people, including me for a while, who were mad that they wouldn't draft a defensive back uh, it seems pretty likely that they're going to draft a defensive back. And if that was just like the super good lie that he threw out there for other teams who might be watching, he did a really good job because he had me convinced 
that 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 was not planned. That was just kind of like I don't want to say it was a misstep, but I don't think it was planned either. At least that's what it looked like to me. That's going to do it for me today, guys. Like I said, I will be back tomorrow with another uh, podcast, vidcast, talking about the Brandon Bean press conference. And then the day after that, which will be Tuesday, we'll probably do some uh, mock drafts with a mock draft simulator. Uh, Not sure what we're going to do Wednesday. But then Thursday, I'll give you a couple of the guys who I hope that they pick in the draft. And then Thursday night, it's going to be the draft. Friday night, going to be the draft. Saturday afternoon, going to be the draft. Uh, I'll probably do some episodes in there, and I'll obviously do a recap episode Monday. I want to thank everybody for listening, whether you're listening or you're watching on the YouTube channel. Once again, as you can see, we are the Humble and Hungry podcast presented by 12 Squared. Trust the Process Analytics. A lot more stuff coming for you guys. If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at TTP underscore Charlie. Uh, me and my wife are doing a reaction channel. We're going to do some gaming content. I got a live YouTube show coming. I've got an NFL podcast coming. Always have the analytics going with the, the trust the process analytics. So please look out for those player grades, all kinds of stuff going on. I will be on somebody's draft coverage. I'm not going to tell you who yet, but you will see me on draft night. Bills Mafia, find a way to embrace your growth mindset. Stay humble, stay hungry, and as always, trust the process.